Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to June, everybody, and welcome to the Pro Football Show for this Monday, June 1st, as we kind of make our way closer and closer towards getting uh, players and eventually coaches into facilities, and we are certainly headed towards uh, what appears to be the start of a season. How uh, it'll look and sound, don't know, but we're excited about that and certainly are keeping you up to date on everything at LandryFootball.com. All the latest news and notes, um, uh, talking with coaches and working with the staffs, their virtual meetings. So we've got a lot of news and notes in our notebooks every day. We've um, certainly going to get back to our roster breakdowns uh, around uh, the league as well as on college football, uh, early draft boards, you name it. We've got it all covered for you over at uh, LandryFootball.com. So certainly uh, check that out today. Uh, and take advantage of our scouting season offer. Less than $5 a month will get you access 12 months a year, all year round, um, to everything from recruiting to the NFL um, from a viewpoint, from a coaching and scouting perspective. So absolutely uh, check it out today and um, make sure that um, you take advantage of that scouting season offer. Also want to... Thank our great friends at 401k Generation as they are responsible for bringing you this podcast. Uh, Any questions on money management, investments, uh, they are the experts at 401k Generation. Give them a call or text at 1-866-998-5879. Look, they are here to help you, give you a first opinion, a second opinion, whatever the case may be for you, guide you in the right direction, make sure that you are on track to your financial goals, giving you the answers that you need. They are licensed in all 50 states, so give them a call and give them a text, 1-866-998-5879. We can help you promote your brand. Absolutely, we can do that. Give us a call. Uh, actually, give drop us a line over at LandryFootball.com. Contact Chris, and uh, we'll give you a call and certainly uh, see about making that happen. So I appreciate um, 
you checking in with us each and every day and make sure that you get this podcast as well as our college football podcast dropped to you each and every day uh, by going to um, Landry Football's conference call um, where you can get all of our podcasts. And you can sign up just for that Landry Football's conference call at iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. So make sure that you check that out today. Also, if you want to send us a question, and Richard's got a few questions for us, always some good job there. If you got a question that you want us to address on this show or certainly on the college podcast, we can absolutely do that. So what's going on around the NFL? Uh, a couple of things that I thought were real interesting uncovering recently. The Giants, as we know, Jadavian Clowney hasn't had an offer that he likes. He had an interest in the Giants, still has an interest in the Giants. But they have not reciprocated that interest. I think they're going younger. They don't want to pay the type of money that Jadavian Clowney is looking for. Um, I know back in March he was very interested, but that interest is just not there. Um, Certainly uh, the Giants seem more focused on a reunion with Marcus Golden, a cheaper edge rusher who led the team with 10 sacks last year. So we'll see how that plays out. The Last week the uh, Jadavian Clowney – Rejected an offer from the Browns. Browns are still interested in signing him, just not at the current asking price. Um, it's more or less for every team. I think that uh, certainly, um, you know, there's, I think, interest in Jadavian. It's likely going to be for one year, likely get a chance to get another bite at the apple. I think he might want an option for year two. I think you want some upfront money. Well, upfront money is not going to get it done on a one-year deal. And so if he doesn't get the offer that he wants, he'll sign later than sooner. Um, you know, it's it's a situation, too, where at this stage he's probably thinking more along the lines of my leverage can be increased in my favor if somebody goes down with an injury. So we'll see how this plays out. But that's kind of the latest with him. Uh, hey, uh, congrats to Perry Fuel, a veteran NFL assistant, two-time interim head coach. Perry Fuel has accepted a job with the NFL this past week. Um, it's senior vice president of officiating administration. The f- um, former defense coordinator is going to oversee the officiating department, which would include working with outreach to general managers and head coaches. Um it's his first year away from coaching since uh, he began in the profession in the mid-'80s. Uh, he's been an NFL assistant since 1998. Um, also, some other news I wanted to bring out. When the NFL revamped its Rooney Rule, um, it also added a provision that's going to feature all 32 teams housing a coaching fellowship program for minority candidates. The, these will be full-time positions that will last from one to two years, the NFL made uh, another new hire recently, tapping Jeff Miller as his vice president of communications and public affairs. But they're certainly um, are doing everything they can to improve what I call the grassroots level. If you're going to have more and more qualified assistants uh, that lead to good coordinator hires, you've got to put more guys in the grassroots level. So we'll see. Uh, how this will play out. Uh, This is a good move. Normally we've had uh, training camp interns, but having, you know, um, 
full-time positions with benefits um, for one or two years makes a lot of sense and certainly uh, certainly a good situation to get uh, to get things jump started there. Uh, Carlos Hyde, um, a running back that is certainly also looking at options out there. He's uh, the Texans offered him a two-year, ten million dollar deal. Um, the new Seahawks running back turned out an offer from the Texans. It was pretty high. Um, but, you know, it uh, the uh, Texans offered Hyde a two-year deal uh, before the, the trade of DeAndre Hopkins, it should be mentioned. Seattle's deal, um, you know, came a little bit later, and the Texans weren't willing to offer at that point. That offer was pulled off the table. But he spent two and a half months in free agency, landed a one-year $2.75 million deal that can max out at $4 million. The agreement came together quickly. Uh, the Seahawks offered Devontae Freeman a similar contract. He turned it down. Uh, Hyde turning down the Texans may have cost him a little bit of dough, and it created a little bit of a rippling effect. But this is an example of a guy that had, you know, a two-year $10 million deal and now at best can only get $4 million if he meets all of his, his incentives. So this is a case I always preach about is, you have a risk that you take when you turn down offers. Uh, it may pay off. It may not. This one certainly didn't. Um, it um, It's just kind of a – the Seahawks backfield now has Hyde and Carson and Rashad Penny. Um, so uh, it uh, – but it's interesting to see the Browns gave Hyde a similar deal to the Texans' offer. Uh, but again, no avoid. So we'll, we'll no avail. So we'll see how Carlos Hyde does this upcoming year. The Raiders uh, packed up the moving vans over the weekend. I think it was Friday, Thursday, Friday, moving everything uh, well east, I guess, to Las Vegas. They are set to debut this season. They're scheduled to hold a final training camp in Napa, uh, which has been their home for the past 24 years. But the COVID-19 pandemic may change it. Uh, It looks like they may hold camp at the new Henderson, Nevada headquarters. Um, You know, you're looking at the Niners and the Cowboys, who also hold their training camps out in California, perhaps moving. Uh, The Chargers and Rams are set to hold camps at their home state but there's some uncertainty there so it makes a lot of sense for the Raiders since Vegas has kind of opened up a little bit more perhaps have their training camp there at their facility you know you can do that pretty simply now where you if you've got everything at your facility uh, all the um, setup there video training room you just need hotel house the players and uh, but everything else could be handled it really makes all the sense in the world there wouldn't be any reason in my mind to go to leave your facility to have training camp anymore unless you're just in an area where it's so hot that you want to just get away for just about three weeks in a little bit cooler climate but if you've got indoor facilities you can work around that the training camp's just not long enough today now you got three weeks, you're in the preseason games. It just, just doesn't make sense. Back in the old days, 
when training camps were six and eight weeks long. It started at July 4th. Well, you know, you, you'd, you'd want to get away for six weeks, you know, eight weeks, bond as a team. There's no bonding in such short of a trip anymore. So I think we're going to see um, – going to be interesting to see what the California-based teams will do. And while New Jersey and New York have gotten the go-ahead for training camps, um, that seems to be a positive. Again, California's yet to do so. Nevada has. So we'll see. The uh, The Raiders Stadium, by the way, is mains on track for completion in late July. Training camp in Nevada would simplify the, the process of, of having its entire player roster, coaching staff, and other essential personnel travel back to Northern California in a time when travel is, is creates a lot of uncertainty. So I think that makes the most sense for the Raiders here. Um, the Patriots, a lot of talk. Cam Newton, they go after him. They'd be interested. Well, I can tell you to this point what has taken place. The Patriots were contacted by Cam Newton's representatives in the early stages of the process. They did not express any interest at the time and not expressed any interest that I'm aware of since then. Uh, of course, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton has found new deals. Cam Newton means unattached at this point. Um, not a lot of interest. Is he interested in being a backup? I don't know. That's what most people are going to see him as. Um, but I do know this that Josh McDaniels interviewed for the Panthers head coaching job and was confessed to the Panthers press that he was not real fond of Cam Newton. Of course, Matt Rule got the job, but that wasn't um, – and, and he didn't say it in that way. What I'm saying is I don't think that's the direction – that Josh McDaniels wanted to go at quarterback if he had gotten the Panthers' job. Um, so bringing him to New England doesn't really make a whole lot of sense in that regard. Um, Matt Rule um, and his staff wasn't really interested, obviously new owners. So we'll see. The Chargers uh, considered Newton as well. Ron Rivera, his former coach in Washington, also considered neither bid on him. Um, you know, and certainly the rehab, the health is a big part of it. It's just the fit and what he wants and where he sees himself relative to where teams see him is quite a bit different. And that's the reason why we've not seen much movement there. But for the discussions about whether the Patriots even considered, well, of course, I can tell you that you consider it. You look at all options. But it even got so far as conversation. But the conversation was more to the Patriots and not Patriots to Cam Newton. Whether it was strictly money, I would suggest it's more of a fit. And money was a secondary issue, but an important one uh, as well. The Broncos' Jake Butt knee has um, says he's back 100%. They feel good about it. He missed all of 2019 with an, uh, after gun, undergoing left knee surgery. It was his fourth major knee operation since 2014. With Albert O coming in, joining Noah Fant, um, 
Butts time, probably gone. We'll see if he can make it out of there. But if he's healthy, somebody to keep in mind that may be on the outside looking in in Denver. They've gone to concerted effort to try to improve that position. Speaking of tight ends, the Niners have got into early discussions with George Kittle in extension talks. Um, Not gotten very far. And certainly we'll see with an elite player that he is, it's not going to be something that's going to be in the nature of just a little bit more than Austin Hooper's deal. They consider – he considers himself a major weapon, and he is. And he's probably going to get paid accordingly. Meanwhile, in Green Bay, offensive guard Lane Taylor has agreed to a $3 million pay cut. His base salary has been slashed from four five five to $1.5 million. He can earn $1.5 million of it back through incentives. He missed most of 19 with a torn bicep and appeared to um, uh, poise to lose his left job to Elgin Jenkins. Uh, they also signed their seventh-round pick, Vernon Scott, to a four-year contract. Scott played four seasons at TCU, primarily lined up at safety. Um, he had 44 tackles across 10 games, one interception, eight pass deflections. He's a special teams guy that's going to have an early impact there. That's going to be his key to making a 53-man roster. Um, San Francisco, another note on them. D. Ford underwent relatively minor knee surgery this offseason. He's been moved around for about um, been moving around for about a month now, getting better in his rehab. Opted for injections rather than uh, the full knee surgery. So it was a minor deal, a scope. Um, we'll see how things develop with him. Former Browns Rod Streeter, uh, congrats to him. He's now gotten his first job in the pro ball in administration and scouting. He's going to become the team scouting assistant. Uh, the Browns added a lot of guys. Uh, Ryan Grixon as a senior football advisor, Andrew Healy from former Eagles executive, and um, – uh, Kwesi Adafo Mensa is a vice president of football operations. Andrew Berry has uh, hired a lot of guys to come on board um, since he's taken over. And the Texans restructured Zach Fulton's contract. Um, initially due $14 million with no guaranteed money over the next two seasons. Houston and Fulton simply agreed to rework his deal and to include $5 million uh, all guaranteed in 2020 and another $3 million in non-guaranteed cash in 2021. Got he along with Tunsil and Sharpening and Martin and Howard are all considered key pieces if this offensive line is going to continue to get better and protect Deshaun Watson. Al Fulton turns 29 in September. So that's the news and notes from the weekend from since we last talked on Friday. A couple questions to get to. Richard asked, um, can you explain how pattern matching works on defense and what it's the purpose behind it? Uh, it's a good question. Let me get a, a short version. I'm going to maybe take a little bit more time here coming up, and, and we'll have less news in the summer, so I want to get into more of a little deep dive into the X's and O's, and we're going to do some of that both on the college and uh, in NFL show. Pattern matching simply is when you have got to be able to match patterns off the line of scrimmage. So a lot of times what you have in man coverage you have a lot of routes that cross, and you've got to be able to match 
patterns and make right decisions. So, A, you're going in the right direction, uh, direction to match a pattern. And it's the ability to be able to stay on the top of a route, to be able to stay in phase with the receiver. Um, uh, you've got to be able to match the different patterns and understand where they're going and make sure that everybody knows who they have. Sounds easy, um, easier in zone than it is in man, but that's pattern matching. And you'll see in a lot of man coverage looks pre-snap, you'll see a lot of routes that are basically designed to cross so that to an effort to try to get the defenders crossed up there. So that is the, the, the reasoning for it. Obviously, yes, with the purposes, well, if you don't match the pattern, you're going to be in out of position to make a play on the ball. So uh, you're going to be in, in a, a world of hurt there. Uh, Richard asked, defending the play action past the goal is to not have the linebackers and safety bite on play fake of the quarterback. Uh, why is it that defenders bite on play action passes knowing the pass is coming? Well, they don't know the pass is coming, Richard. That's the point. Um if it's third and 13 and there shouldn't be running play action, no one's thinking run. But if it's third and two, there's a good chance they're running it. If it's second and three, second and four, second and five, good chance they're running it. So you're not guessing, okay, as you, depending on your ball skills, ball handling skills as quarterback. You sell that play action. It looks like a run. The blocking reads like a run. The appearance of putting the ball in the belly of the running back appears like a run. You've got to stop the run, and if there is a good chance that they're running the football, you've got to be prepared for that. So it is about the play fake. It's not about just, well, you know, they're not going to run here. Well, you don't know if they're going to run it here or not. Again, third and 13, no. You askew the play-action pass. Third and three, you better not, okay? You better not because you're in a, out of position at that point. And you're peeling back. That's just as uh, defective missing out defending the run. If you turn your back, in coverage and you drop or you get depth because you guess it's a pass and it's a run, it's a first down, the change are moving, you're out of position because you're not coming up for the run. So it is the same thing. So it's um, hope that explains it to you. So you're saying is it due to the offense being able to run the football effectively and that defenses have to respect the run or is it just that defenders are not playing their technique? Well, it is – Largely, the ability to run the football, yes, but it's down in distance, position on the field. What are their tendencies as an offense to run in that situation? And how effective are they? How effective are they blocking it? You better be prepared for it. So, you know, it is it is the same level of, fault if you're out of if you you make the wrong decision on guessing run or pass so you've got to base it off 
of a lot of intel. Uh, the technique, well, the technique on pass coverage and run defense are different issues. This is different than what you're asking play action. It's not a technique issue on that. Now, if you play poor technique coming up to defend the run, that's a technique issue, not a decision-making issue on run versus pass. Same thing with pass coverage. So hopefully that gives you an understanding there that um, it's not simple. Well, why do they bite it? Well, very simply, they bite on it because you're effective running it, yes, and the down and distance situation would indicate there's a really good chance that you're going to run it. Uh, and Richard asks, what was your scouting evaluation of Anthony Pleasant out of Tennessee State? Yeah, I, I uh, scouted him. Anthony had a lot of length, a lot of strength um, to set the edge in the run game. Pretty good quickness. Tony Merberry out of Wake Forest. I had a pretty good grade on Tony, kind of a mid-round grade on him. Uh, and Troy Aikman out of UCLA. Well, Troy was special. Troy was a was a great talent, very accurate. You could see the athletic ability when he came out of high school, went to Oklahoma, and he wasn't a fit, made the move to play for UCLA, Terry Donahue, and he had incredible accuracy. His release, um, his accuracy throwing the ball to spots are just simply phenomenal. So I had a, had a really – had a seven on him. Uh, it was really, really good – Good grade on him. So I appreciate those questions there, Richard. And if you've got a question, again, send it to me over at LandryFootball.com. Contact Chris, and we'll address it, whether it be on this show or on the college show. Reminder to flip on over to the college show uh, today. It's SEC football and beyond. We talk a lot big, big news in recruiting this weekend. A couple of big transfers. Florida gets uh, a big-time um, transfer from Miami. That's not news. He had transferred a while back. Bodies granted immediate eligibility. We'll get into that. Um, how does JT Daniels fit in at Georgia? We'll get into that. Uh, so we want to certainly um, look at that as well as a lot of different recruiting news uh, around the SEC this past week. Uh, we're certainly going to be back, talk a little bit more pro football tomorrow, and tomorrow on the college show is ACC football and beyond. So please check us out. Um, check out LandryFootball.com for all the latest details, news, and notes from around um, the world of college football and the NFL uh, in our notebooks, as well as uh, the latest boards, uh, the latest um, uh, r- roster breakdowns. We've got it all for you at LandryFootball.com. So check it out today. Sign up for it at uh, Landry Football's conference call at the iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. That way you'll get it all to your phone. And finally, check out our great folks at 401k Generation. Give them a call. Give them a text. No obligation, call or text. License in all 50 states, 1-866-998-5879. Give them a call. Give them a text today. They can absolutely help you there. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Um, Flip on over to the College Football Show, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.